two of our halftimes and harmonies march madness special and as promised i will be diving into the women's tournament that we've had thus far and just like the men i will be going over some surprises things we expected and a nice preview of the final four that is yet to come but first before that i kind of want to mention how crazy it is that the women if you play on the second day of the elite eight games for the women you only get three days to prepare whereas for the men you get five and i'm i know the ncaa is trying their best and honestly they're not doing well enough to provide equity but it's unfortunate that you know the entire tournament the women have played a day later than the men and now all of a sudden it's flipped for when the stakes are the highest like that doesn't make sense to me and i think it might actually impact the performance very because three days is much different than five and so it's yeah it's just it's it's kind of crazy and I, I think something needs to be done about that okay but diving in so things I'm gonna start with things we expected from the women's tournament so I really expected Notre Dame I know it was probably like a surprise that they lost to you know Maryland and whatnot but that was definitely expected I was actually slightly surprised they made it as far as they did especially without their star player in Olivia Miles uh she definitely helped bolster that team up to where it is where it was and um they definitely were better with her um but I think they did pretty well without her um and obviously they ended up losing to Maryland which is unfortunate and our final four teams unlike the men this final four feels right um obviously there are a few surprises here and there as to how things shook out but this final four just feels right and it feels good um but going into that going into the few surprises that we had we've had a little few more surprises then in women's tournaments past, usually the women are a lot easier to predict than the men. But this year, they just, men and women both said, <laughs> you thought. So some surprises I have for the women is like Miami, number nine seed, making it to the Elite Eight. You know, I I thought they would lose to um, Villanova and Maddie Segrist, a fantastic player. And, you know, I think she's going to shine the WNBA. Um I thought they were going to lose to Indiana, um, that great squad. Um, but they ended up ultimately losing in the Elite Eight to LSU. Um, but I do think they they did really, really well. And for for a team that's not really known for doing that well, um, I think they ultimately did pretty, pretty well. Um, I think another surprise is Stanford going out in the round of 32 that was really really interesting I'm I'm I I don't know what happened to Stanford you know I think I saw you know glimpses of them struggling throughout the year but you know I thought they pulled it together like they usually do for the tournament but no they end up losing to Ole Miss in the round of 32 and we're sitting on sitting on the couch for the sweet 16 and also Speaking of sitting on the couch now, uh, UConn, 
Um, they definitely were plagued by injuries all year. And in Azzy Fudd's first game back, um, they weren't, or second game back, actually, uh, they weren't able to pull it together. And I think definitely that pay, that, that team definitely needs Paige Beckers to succeed the way they can. Um, unfortunately, she was out the entire year with an ACL injury. I pray and hope that she makes it back next year because I miss seeing her on the court and she's a fantastic ball player and I I just I need to see I need to see more of her and hopefully she doesn't have another season ending or season uh hindering injury next season and so they're on the Yukon is on the couch for the first time uh in 15 years um this is the first time in 15 years they haven't made the final four so that's 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 a that's a long time. That's a decade and a half they had that a Final Four included UConn every year. Um do I think it's the end of a dynasty? Eh, not so much. I don't know, because you know, programs do have their down years, obviously. And obviously people think the Alabama dynasty is over, but still Alabama is the perennial program in college football and everybody strives to be Alabama and Nick Saban so I do not think the UConn dynasty is like over over but it's definitely dwindling for sure but UConn is still the the I guess the premier basketball conference not basketball conference basketball team basketball program women's basketball program in the country and um also I think a slight surprise was uh was Louisville in the Elite Eight. And I do think that they have a very good ball team. They made it pretty far in tournaments past um, with Haley Van Lith. I think she's coming back for another year. So that's exciting to see. She's a great player, has a lot of passion, has a lot of heart, um, runs her mouth a little bit, <laughs> which, you know, I always enjoy. Um, but. I do think Louisville making the Elite Eight was a little bit of a surprise, truthfully. And I think they had an easier path because they didn't have to go through Stanford. Um, but nonetheless, they made a pretty good run this this tournament. So moving into our Final Four preview, um, we have South Carolina playing Iowa and LSU playing Virginia Tech on Friday. I go oh, tomorrow. Um so South Carolina and Iowa obviously is going to be the blockbuster matchup of the year. I'm pretty sure this is what the bracket makers predicted and wanted when they made the bracket. Um, it's going to be superstar showdown between last year's player of the year and just recently named this year's player of the year in Aaliyah Boston and Caitlin Clark. They, um, it's going to be interesting. Um, if South Carolina can shut down Caitlin Clark, I think, uh, they'll definitely win, but it'll be tight and it'll be good to see, um, right up the road in Dallas, actually. Um, and then for LSU and Virginia Tech, obviously LSU, this is Kim Mulkey's first time making it back to the final four for the first time, uh, since Baylor, uh, since she did with Baylor back in 2018, but she's the third coach in women's or men's history to lead two different programs to a final four which is really impressive and good for them and also 
Angel Reese. Uh, she's been going off setting, what, 32 double-doubles in the season, which is insane and out of this world. So they're definitely a force to be reckoned with. But they're going up against uh, Virginia Tech, who hadn't made an NCAA tournament ever or just once before and it was not very frequent that they'd made the tournament a couple years ago and then after they're following up their sweet 16 appearance from last year now with the final their first final four in program history which is amazing for them and they're led by Georgia Moore, Elizabeth Kidley and um, a couple Taylor Sewell I think and they they definitely have definitely been overshadowed by a couple of teams and um they were definitely overshadowed and not really picked to come out of their own bracket that they were the number one seed in because UConn was there and also Ohio State that was a pretty some tough teams in their bracket I do think but overall they're a very 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 solid team and honestly not one to be slept on and um but I do think I'm not entirely sure who I think is gonna be in the national championship I do think that South Carolina Iowa would be a better national championship game but unfortunately but fortunately we're getting it just in general and I'm glad we are I'm glad we are um I do think the women's tournament just in general was really 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 crazy but it was a little more calmer definitely than the men um as we do have two number one seeds a two seed and a three seed in the final four so I safe to say that it definitely calmed down after the sweet 16 or without with the with the exception of Miami um I think things calmed down for the women for sure um we have a fantastic final four lined up I'm excited to watch both games and um yeah so I hope you all tune in. They're going to be on ESPN tomorrow. Uh, Virginia Tech and LSU play at 7. And then after that at 9, South Carolina and Iowa will be playing. Um, Both of those are in Eastern time. So check your time zones accordingly. But thank you for joining me in another episode of halftimes and harmonies i hope you all have a fantastic day and so with that i say au revoir ciao adios and goodbye